I'd like to welcome you to our service. If you'd like to find your place in Job chapter 23, Job 23, and I'd like to thank our uh, internet family that's joining us at this time and listen to the message. I trust it'll be a help to you today. And again, the title of the message is Trust in Me. And if you found your place in Job chapter 23, I, I think if you study the life of Job, you'll see a man that trusted in God. He didn't understand everything that was happening to him, and neither do we. And uh, we, we can't always make rhyme or reason of all the things that happen, but there's one thing that we can do. We can trust in the Lord. For He knows. He knows. And uh, that our faith in Him, it, it's not if we understand or if we see everything or if we have everything figured out. Uh, no, faith is simply trusting God that He knows. And uh, that's something you can find some hope in in the days that we're living in, the times that we're living in, is we need to trust in God. And He knows. He knows the future. He has uh, set dates and set times that we don't know, but He does. And our faith in Him. Job chapter 23 and verse 8, it says, Behold. And we're going to come back to that word, behold. That means Look a here. That means pay attention. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him. You know, there's going to be times in this life that you're going to feel the same way Job did. And Job's catching our attention here. The Holy Spirit is catching our attention to say, Hey, you're not the first person that's ever been through these uncertain times, these uncertain days, and where, where you don't maybe see God at work, and you maybe you don't understand all that's happening, but, but you know that He is. See, Job knows that, hey, I can't see Him, but I know He's at work. I know He's doing something in my life. And, and His thoughts toward us are thoughts of peace, the Bible says, and not evil. And he wants to give us an expected end. And we're, we're going to see that here. And, and Job just had to rely. When he could not see God, he had to trust his heart. And not Job's heart, but the Lord's heart. And verse 10 it says, But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot hath held his steps, his way have I kept and not declined. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. But he is in one mind, and who can turn him? And what his soul desireth, even that he doeth. For he performeth the thing that is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. Job says, uh, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he says, Behold. He, he said, Pay attention to this point right here. Make sure that you don't miss uh, this truth. Uh, and then he gets down to verse 14, and he gives us a, a profound truth, if you would. He says, For he, that means the Lord, performeth the thing that is appointed for me. I wonder, what does God have appointed for you 
and for me. I, I wonder what it is because Job, you know, on the day of his trial, he got up like any other day as the song goes and as the story goes from the Bible. And he did what he did daily. And then everything changed in one day. But Job realized that God is at work and God has appointed the thing, this thing in his life. And he knows that he can trust him. Do you know that you can trust the Lord today because He does have things appointed for you and me. Job's life is laid out before us to consider. The Bible tells us in the New Testament to, to consider Job, to look back to Job and look at his life. And, and God has put the story of his life before us here in these 42 chapters. And he lets us kind of get a glimpse into his life. We, we see the beginning of Job and then we get to the middle right here of Job. And, and then we see his latter days. But right here's the thing. What we don't have is access to the blueprint of our life. God lays out Job's life for us to consider, for us to learn from. But you see, when it comes to the blueprint of our life, we can look back and see our beginning. We can go back to the day where we were born. We can even go back to the day, if you're saved, to the day you got saved. And you can see all that's happened until right now. But between now and in eternity, now do we let draw our last breath, or until now that Jesus comes back to rapture us into heaven, uh, we don't have that blueprint. Uh, we don't have some book that we can go see what's going to happen today or what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't have that. But we know our eternal destination. Whether you're saved today or whether you're lost, God gives us the blueprint of our eternal state. One blueprint shows a person burning forever in a lake of fire, while the other blueprint shows a person living with God for eternity. And, and God is saying to each person right now today, underneath the sound of my voice, He says, you better behold. You better take note. You better pay attention. In John chapter 3 and verse 17 it says, For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. That's something you better behold. And then He also goes on in verse 18 and says, He that believeth on Him is not condemned. See, God kind of lays out a blueprint for you here. We, we understand that if you believe that Jesus died on the cross, was buried and rose again for your justification, and that's the only thing that you're trusting in to take you to heaven, the Bible says you're not condemned. But then he goes on to say, but he that believeth not. For that person has not trusted Jesus Christ as their Savior. He's condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Can I ask you, have you believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God? Have you trusted in Jesus' finished work on the cross of Calvary, His burial and His resurrection for the justification of your soul? Hey, behold, behold, there are two blueprints for life. One leads to an eternity in hell, while the other leads to everlasting life with the Lord. What you and I don't have is the blueprint for our earthly life that is laid out before us. God does not tell us 
what we're going to face in an hour from now and two hours from now, a day from now, a week from now, or two years from now, if the Lord tarries, uh, we, we don't know what kind of news we're going to get. We don't know what kind of phone call we're going to receive. You uh, may be sitting in front of a doctor this week and you may hear some awful news, some things that, that are going to catch you off guard and it's going to catch you in, in a position where you just don't know. But right here are some things that we can know for sure is that we all have an eternal appointment. In Job chapter 7 and verse 1, it says, Is there not an appointed time to man upon earth? Are not his days also like the days of an hireling? In Job chapter 14 and verse 14, it says, If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change Come, Hebrews 9.27 says, For whoso, it says, uh, and as is appointed unto men, wants to die. But after this, the judgment. Uh, you see, it's your choice uh, which blueprint uh, you want for all eternity. God does not, uh, He does not uh, predestinate one person to hell and another person to heaven. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Uh, hey, as we get into these verses here, I want us to consider that word, behold. Uh, where do you see yourself for all eternity? Where does God see you for all eternity? These are some good questions that we ought to behold. You see, Job had no doubt about where he was going to spend eternity. He knew exactly when he said, If a man die, uh, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. He understood that life was more than just the physical. There was an eternal life. In Job 19 and verse 25, it says, For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though my after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold and not another, though my reins be consumed within me. Can I just say, have you made the choice to trust Christ as your Savior and to secure your eternal blueprint with God. You see, Job had no idea what this life's blueprint had for him. Everything was fine one day and the next day everything had changed. Can I just say that life is uncertain? We are not promised a pain-free life. We're not promised a worry-free life. We're not promised a life of ease. As a matter of fact, Job said in chapter 14 and verse 1 that man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. In our passage, Job cries out and says, Behold, through all that Job went through, there's three things that I would like for us to focus on from this passage. There's three things that Job never lost sight of. 
I don't know what you and I are going to face in this life. Uh, many of you have faced things already, but that, that doesn't mean that there's not more to come. And, and, but there's three things that Job never lost sight of. And number one, in verse 10, we see that he never lost sight of the final perspective. In verse 10 it says, But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Hey, can I just say as we go through this life, as we walk through these uncertain days that we're living in, do not lose sight of your final perspective. This is where many Christians, they quit and they get discouraged. Why? Because they're only looking at their immediate circumstance, their immediate situation that they find themselves. If everything works out, then great, everything's going good. But if everything doesn't work out in their timing or how they think it should have happened, that's when they can lose sight. And it's dangerous to lose sight. Job was at a point here where he, he couldn't see God. He couldn't see the hand of God, but he knew that God was at work. He knew that God knoweth the way that he taketh. You see, he didn't lose sight of the final perspective. But we've got to be careful when we lose sight of the fact that God knows. You see, we don't know, but God does. And this is where our faith kicks in. Job's faith was not in what he could see or understand, but his faith was in the fact that he knoweth the way that I take. Oh, we've got to be careful not to lose sight of the purpose of the trial. Why God is allowing us to go through a troubled time or a time of trial. The Bible says that He's working all things together for good. And not all things are necessarily good things. But they will turn out for our good and His glory. Job says, He knoweth the way. Job understood that this trial was allowed by God. And he understood that God was up to something good in his life, that God was working out his purpose and his plan for Job. We've got to be careful not to lose sight of the finished product. Have you ever started a project and, and quit? Did you have anything laying around your house that you started and you didn't finish? And sometimes it's because the process becomes too Hard, or it becomes too time-consuming, or it becomes too uh, maybe too much in the area of finances, and and maybe maybe it just we run out of time, or we run out of interest in the project. Aren't you glad that God is not like that? In Philippians 1, 6, it says, Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Uh, what did Job say? Job said, He knoweth the way that I take. He ain't quit performing that thing, the thing that's appointed for me. God doesn't quit. He doesn't give up. He's always at work in our life. In his trouble, Job never lost sight of the fact that God is in control of all things that pertained to him. 
Verse 14 says, For he performeth the thing that is appointed for me. Even though Job did not understand, Job never lost sight of the fact that God was at work in his life. Job never lost sight of God's timing. Oh, you know, to bring gold to its purest form, it takes time. Uh, that's not an easy process. Uh, it, it requires some heat. Uh, it, it requires for gold to even change its state, if you would. Uh, it's always gold, but it has to be softened uh, to where the dross can come to the top and be removed uh, from the gold in order to make it pure. May we never lose sight of our final perspective our final perspective in God's eyes is gold. An Olympic athlete cannot afford to lose sight of the gold. All the hardships and all the sacrifices and all the enduring and all the toil and, and labors, uh, hey, it, it leads to gold. Boy, Moses, <laughs> hey, how, how did Moses make it through <laughs> all that he went through? <laughs> He kept the end reward in sight. In Hebrews eleven twenty six, 26, it says, Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Hey, if all you're looking at is for a better life now, can I just say that you have the wrong perspective? Because the latter end of Job was far better than his beginning. And can I just remind you that our latter end will be far better than our beginning? In 1 Corinthians 2, 9 it says, But as is it is written... I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Can I just say right here, you ain't seen nothing yet. I tell you, this life, uh, it, with all its trouble, with all its trials, uh, can I just say God has been good to me, but can I also say that we ain't seen nothing yet. In Revelation 21, 4, it says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. We ain't seen that day yet. If God allows us to live and Jesus tarries His soon return, we're going to see some tears. But hey, there's coming a day that's much better than our beginning. It says in Revelation 21, 4, And there shall be no more death neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. As we go through troubles, as we go through trials, may we learn from Job that we should not lose sight of the final perspective. Job, number two, did not lose sight of the Father's purpose. In verse 14 it says, For he performeth the thing that is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. I'm interested in these words right here because that first part of the verse is kind of easy to understand. For he performeth the thing that is appointed for me. He understood that God was at work in his life. But then he goes on to say, Because God's at work in his life... 
He adds to this and he gives a little more detail as to the working of God in our life. And he says, and many such things are with him. In our trials and in our struggles, may we never lose sight of the Father's purpose. We have all used or or heard the phrase, where God guides, He provides. And a lot of time we use that uh, in anticipation of God doing something good or to our benefit uh, in this life. Uh, But can I say that that statement, uh, where God guides, He provides, is also good in the difficult times as well? You see, Job did not understand the why. But he did understand that all things were allowed of God and that no matter what God allowed, uh, there could even be more coming. Boy, that's something we don't want. We we don't even want to be in what we're in. We want out of that. But Job says, hey, look, God's working. And there's many such things that are with him. There's even more things that God can do. And we got to never lose sight of the fact that our Father has a purpose for everything that He allows in our life. Job did not lose sight of the Father's purpose, which was for Him to come forth as gold. In verse 10, Job says, He knoweth the way that I take. In our trials and in our troubles, may we never forget that God never moves without knowledge. We understand. Job did not understand why. We can't explain why some people get cancer and some people don't. Why some people get healed from cancer and others don't. When some get over some struggles and then others don't. We can't understand all these things. But we got to understand that God knoweth the way. God, Job trusted in the fact that God God understood the why. He knoweth not only the way, but He also knows the when. You see, we don't always understand that. We we want things to be over as quick as possible. We want out of our trouble as quick as possible. But Job said this, he said, But he knoweth the way that I take. And then there's that colon right there. That means there's more to come. Hey, it's not done yet. They said, when he hath tried me. Woo. I mean, for the most of us, when you get to this point right here in Job's life, he's had enough. I'm telling you, but it ain't over yet. When he hath tried me. That means it ain't done yet. You see, but God has set a boundary when it comes to suffering and trials. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, it says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. God knows the when. He knows the start and He knows the finish of our trial. 
Not only does God know the way, He knows the when, but He also knows the what. In verse 14 it says, For He performeth the thing, the what, that's appointed for me. And many such things are with Him. You see, Job did not understand that. He, he didn't know why, but God did. And we too can find comfort in the fact that God knows. He's in control. The Bible says that He doth all things well. His goal for us is to come forth as gold. It's often in the trials of life that we find ourselves removing ourselves from all distractions and desires. Many times it's in the troubled times that we'll get closer to God. It's in those times of difficulty that we'll seek His face a little more. We'll try to spend just a little bit more time with Him. It's in the troubles of life that we draw nigh to God. And all of a sudden, the only thing that matters is our walk with God and hearing from God. You see, Job never lost sight of the final perspective. Job did not lose sight of the Father's purpose. And number three, Job did not lose sight of his first priority. In verse 11 it says, My foot hath held his steps. You see, a lot of times when the difficulties and the trials, and it don't take much. It don't take much for us to not even do what Job did. Job said that in his trouble, in his trial, that his foot hath held his steps. Many a times it, it, it takes a whole lot less trouble than what Job is going through to get us, get us out of his steps and shame on us. He goes on to say, His way have I kept and not declined, neither have I gone back from the commandment of His lips. I have esteemed the words of His mouth more than my necessary food. You see, Job knew the faithfulness of God to perform the thing concerning him. From start to finish, God had all things under His control. But right here is the key, so did Job. You see, Job didn't understand the why. He didn't really understand the when. He didn't know when all this was going to be over. He didn't always understand what the what was. But he did understand that he was still responsible before God to be faithful to him. You see, God was faithful and so was Job. He said, My foot hath held his steps. You see, Job never stepped out of line with God. He just stayed the course. He said, His way have I kept. You see, there was only one way for Job, and it was God's way. Even if that meant going through trouble and trial. When troubles come, and it's so tempting to just look at the basic things of life, isn't it? I mean, all of a sudden when troubles come, all we really want to focus on is just, just, just kind of taking care of our basic necessities. But Job said this. He said, I need more than that. I need to hear from God. When, when trials come, 
It's not time to turn away from God. It's not time to step away or quit. No, it's time to dig in and just stay the course. Why? Because God knows what He is doing. And our trust is in Him and who He is. And when He is done, we shall come forth as gold. If you're going to compete... In anything, don't settle for a participation trophy. Don't settle for bronze. Don't settle for silver. Why don't you just strive for the mastery? And why don't you just do it in the right way and stay in God's way and go for the gold? You see, Job stayed the course and God blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning.